Good morning, DJ Envy. Hey, Angela. Good morning, Charlamagne. Welcome back. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Good morning, Angela. How was your vacation? Um, it wasn't really a vacation. My daughter had a cheerleading competition in Orlando, Florida. I think it's called the D2 Summit. And being that it's in Orlando, Florida, it's at Disney World. Woo! Oh, my God. That Lord sounds amazing. No, I need a vacation from my vacation. <laughs> I heard it's very tiring. Man, tiring is not <laughs> the word. I wouldn't know. Tiring, stressful. Disney is the most happiest place on earth for kids. It's the most stressful place in the world for parents. It just is, you know, right. and then it's 90 degrees in Orlando, 100 degrees, like, you know, and for whatever reason, kids don't get hot. And I think about that excited. when I was young, too. When I was young, I used to run around outside all day in South Carolina, drink water from the hose, you know, that nice, eggy, cool water. They don't get tired and they don't get <laughs> hot. And you really have to pull them away from the park. And then my, my daughter's been reading um, these books called Kingdom Keepers, and Kingdom Keepers are, are about these kids that play at Disney after dark? I think. I don't know. Don't get me right. I'm just telling tell, you. Whatever, whatever. What's it called? Kingdom, Kingdom Keepers. Keepers. Yeah, so she's been to Disney before, but after reading these books, like she knows every single ride and she's tall enough to ride <laughs> these rides now and she has no fear in her heart whatsoever. And you have to go on them with her. No, I do not. That's her you mama's job. Her yeah, no, I don't listen. I don't pay people to scare me. And no, you know, the only ride I went on that I enjoyed was uh, the virtual reality ride, the uh, passage, flight of the passage, passage. I don't oh, know. So you were, like it's a about virtual Avatar. reality ride? Yes. It's That's about so Avatar. That's so that you wouldn't go on anything. And you're riding the Banshee. No, it's not. I, listen, I know my limitations in life. I was, I'm was. i still like that. I'll go on any ride. Nope. I, I ain't got no time problem. for that. I don't got time for and that. And you know, we get uh, free passes to Six Flags every year. I always utilize those. Man, Six Flags ain't got nothing on Disney. You can take your ass to Disney. Disney. I can't believe Why your parents do they have take you to Disney? But do they have, like, grown-up scary rides at Disney? Yes! What are you talking about? Tower of Terror? Space Mountain? Is that scary to you or is it scary in general? Is it scary for like a 12-year-old? No, it's scary. It's scary. It's called the Tower of Terror. (laughs) Okay? All right, because I went one time with Karen Silva to Disneyland. And they didn't have anything scary there. There's like a Minions ride or something. It's nothing. I've never been to Disneyland. But that's exciting. Did you go to the water park? No. Snow? No. A water park. (laughs) Do they have a water? I assume they have a water park. <laughs> no, Disney. Did you know? I'm like Disney got a water park. I don't think Disney got no water park. Sea World. Yeah, they got Sea World, and they got. That ain't um, a water park. No, nah, it's not. Well, they have a water park. It's not. It's not Disney, but they have because it's not just Disney. It's Disney. It's, Disney, it's Universal. Hollywood it's just Sea walking World. here like you've been here. It's it's a bunch of things. <laughs> this is walking here Come like on, you've guys. been the moral, here. The moral, the, I, the moral of the story is I need a vacation for my vacation. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Disney will definitely do that to you. I Tie appreciate that you right waited till Charlemagne came back to be late. Oh, you're welcome. There's a little traffic this morning. That's what happens when you're like, okay, he's, he's here today. Was, Charlamagne was on time? Yes. Oh, there's a little traffic this morning. 
I ain't had no traffic. Shut up. And y'all came from the same. I thought you place. was just sad because the Knicks didn't get Zion Williamson. Oh, I was a little sad about, about that. that. I, I was it, a little sad about that. Ain't nothing funnier than New York Knicks no, fans, man. Because New York Knicks fans all year long, y'all will Photoshop these players in y'all jerseys. So this year it's Kyrie, Kevin, and Zion, and now Zion is faded away like on Back to the Future, like Marty was back in the past. He didn't get his job done, so now Zion's just faded away. So now it's just KD and Kyrie, y'all holding on hope for it. That ain't going to happen either. It's really whack that they do that. Now, I mean, the last place team should get the first pick. Man, that's that's in every sport. That's what happens. You're the last place team. How you do you double pick. lose, right? Wow. You just, yeah. you just started watching the NBA draft lottery, huh? If you think that's how it works. Well, that's how it works in all the other sports. Yeah, but that's how it should work in like basketball. That. Hasn't worked like that in the lottery in over two I decades. I felt bad because I wanted to come to the Knicks, though. No, he, he didn't. Who told y'all that lie? He, that's what he wanted. He called Man, and said it. that. He said he wanted Please. to come to the Knicks. Stop <laughs> on the clues bonds for that South Carolina kid, Zion Williamson. All right. Going to the New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> Who wants to come to cold ass New York? It's the middle Everybody. of May and it's 40 Everybody. degrees. Yeah, right. Everybody. So why nobody ever comes then? Shut up. It's, we got the, a horrible it's, team. The, it's the middle of May and it's 40 something degrees. They're going to take a bunch of your money out in taxes. James Dolan is a terrible owner. Who wants to come play for the New you York You want to know what the Knicks tweeted out after that happened? What? Damn. With the number three pick in our hands, it's time to take the future. Yeah, I seen right. that stupid yeah, ass stuff. Well, at least we got the Giants. <laughs> well, nope. We ain't got the Giants. That's like a sad tweet, but. At least, like... at least we got the Yankees. Yes, we got the Yankees. Yankees are playing some good ball. Man, shut up. I don't know how the hockey teams are doing. How the Rangers doing? Is, is hockey over? Islanders? I don't you know. You know what? What's funny is that, okay, so they the Knicks retweeted the Rangers, and they said the Rangers tweeted out, luck was on our side at the lottery. Now it's your turn, Knicks. Start the show, please. All right. Good luck. Well, we have Joseph Sakura and Notori Norton joining us a little later. Power. They're from the- Tommy and Tasha. Power. We'll kick it with them. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about the Alabama Senate. They have passed a near total abortion ban. Okay. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night was the NBA uh, lottery. <sighs> uh huh. <laughs> come on, come on. The, num- the number one pick was the New Orleans Pelicans. They, they go- got the pick. The number one pick. They're going to get South Carolina's own Zion Williamson. Number two pick was the Memphis Grizzlies. Number three pick was the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Number four pick was the Los Angeles Lakers. Number five pick was the Cleveland Cavaliers. You should hear these Knicks fans in here trying to convince me that uh, you got to be in NYC to be a basketball superstar. Who said that? How, you see how you just put words in somebody's mouth? I said. <laughs> said if Anthony I said Davis Zion, was in New York. He, he would be a bigger star. Anthony Absolutely. Davis is a huge NBA star. And he would be a bigger star if he played so for New York. So tell me what New York superstar has been. Tell me what basketball player in New York has been a superstar in the past 20 years then. Which, which one New York has created? I told you one. Who? Jeremy Lin. Man, shut up, man. <laughs> man, stop, You man. don't remember when Jeremy Lin was on the New York He was a six-man. He started balling out and got that huge check from Houston. I actually have one of the jerseys. If he played for any other team and balled out like that, he wouldn't have got that $19 million contract. The only reason... uh, A year. Yes, he would have. The only only reason it seemed like Jeremy Lin was such a superstar to you because you was in New York. You know what people like to say? The league is better when the Knicks are popping. That is BS. The Knicks have sucked for the past 20 years and the league has been thriving. We made a couple of playoffs (laughs) in the the last (laughs) decade. Well, the draft is going to be at the Barclays on June 20th. Who cares about that damn draft? Draft. You seen oh, Zion's that. face? Wow. You seen Zion's face? Yeah, I mean, that's not nice. Uh, you guys still get number three. All right. Well, the Golden State Warriors beat the Portland Trailblazers <clears throat> last night, one sixteen ninety four. What else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about these bans on abortion in Alabama. The Senate passed a near total abortion ban. 
And the only exceptions are if you have to avoid a serious health risk to the unborn child's mother. And if the unborn child has a lethal anomaly, now they will not exempt rape and incest victims. That's crazy. So if I get raped, uh, you know, sleep with my cousin, I can't have an abortion? No. And if you're a, a doctor who performs an abortion, you could get life in prison. So, that's crazy. Yeah, that's definitely a near ban, and they're trying to actually overturn Roe versus Wade. So you have to leave the state to get an abortion if you want an abortion, basically. Yeah. yeah. Basically, you have to travel. So if you have money, no problem. However, if you want to have an abortion and you don't have the funds or the means to travel somewhere else, then, you know. It's just another uh, piece of legislation I don't understand why people care about so much. Like, uh, like why do these why, white men why, care what people yeah, do with why, their bodies? Exactly. Why do you care what that people do with so their crazy. bodies? Like, I don't understand. What it. do like, women do like, who, who with cares? our bodies? Well, when do they get the wrong person pregnant? Now, in Georgia, yeah, they, they'll, they'll send be them to They'll be begging for an abortion. <laughs> now, in Georgia, the governor there um, has postponed a trip to L.A. because Hollywood is protesting their abortion law. You know, they have that whole heartbeat abortion law where once you're six weeks into a pregnancy around six weeks, then you can't perform an abortion. And a lot of women at six weeks don't even know they're pregnant yet. Mm. So, who was the actress that, that. Uh, started the, the, the sex strike? Alyssa Milano. That's foolish, don't you think? Yes. Why would I punish myself? And why would you punish? <laughs> and why would you punish a man who might be actually? Because um, not everybody's husband is against this. Some people are actually on the women's side. So. And, not, and not only that, that how, how, so how is me abstaining from sex going to hurt the government? Why does the, why would the government they care? They wouldn't care if you had sex. <laughs> exactly. Why would the government care if I'm abstaining from sex? Yeah. All right. She, didn't, All right, well, she didn't think that one through before she posted that one. That is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or maybe you had a, a great night. I don't know. 800-585-1051. I was watching uh, of Mike's and Men on Showtime, the Wu-Tang Clan documentary. Oh, I started watching mm-hmm. that, too. Oh, my God. I mean, dropping the clues bombs with Wu-Tang Clan, the greatest hip-hop group of all time. You know, they have it. a museum right now, too. Where? A Wu-Tang here in New York. I'm pulling up. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, you can go today. All right. Well, get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. All right, well let's do it. Get it off our chest. All right. First, I just like to say there's a restaurant, or I should say a salad bar called Flavors, that almost made me pee on myself yesterday. What happened? I walked in the Flavors. I had to go to the bathroom. I had they wouldn't business, let you. I had some business in Wall Street, and they would not let me go to the bathroom. They said Were I had. Were you to, a customer? They said I had to buy something, right? Ooh. So I said, all right, I'll buy something. So the lady that was there was like, oh no, he could just use my receipt. So I said, all right, well, what's the code? Because you have to type in a code for the bathroom. They said, you, well, you have to pay for it first. Now, mind you, it's a line there of 10 people. Wait, and, the woman wanted you to pay for her receipt? No, the lady said I can use her receipt to go to the bathroom because you, mm-hmm. you have to have a receipt. So I said, all right, what's the receipt? She was, they were like, well, you have to wait. There's 10 people in front of her. So I wound up paying for the lady. I was like, look, I'll pay for it. $13.60 is what I paid for the lady. Woo, I paid $13 to use the bathroom, to use the bathroom yesterday. Then on the way out, the guy re- recognizes me and says, hey, can I get a picture? After you charge me $13.60 to go to the bathroom. What's the problem? What you mean, what's the problem? If the bathroom is for customers only, then you had to be a customer. customer. But you trying I don't know to be why you didn't go right like next you want, door. Yeah, you, trying to, you sound like one of these privileged dudes. You sound like you want some, uh, you don't know who I am type of stuff? No, it was not that at all. I had to go to the bathroom, and they shouldn't charge people or make people customers. buy something. 
Bathrooms are for customers only, and sir. And I almost peed all over the bathroom. I was like, you know what? But I, I didn't want to do that to somebody. But I don't see the problem. $13.60 to use a bathroom. You know what, though? Bathroom for customers only, we sir. We record our podcast right next door to that restaurant. Why don't you just go in there and use the bathroom? I wouldn't have made it upstairs. So you had time to pay for a $13.60 receipt and go through all that when you could have just went next door? I, I didn't have no time. I would have peed on myself. Like, I was doing the pee dance. You know that pee dance where you got to go pee? Ah! Let me ask you a question. You got rules and regulations for your stuff, right? Correct. All right, then. So you want people to abide by your rules or abide by others' rules? This ain't complicated. You should have went to Starbucks. They can't tell you no. No, Starbucks does the same thing. You they have can't have tell you no. No, downstairs you have to have a receipt. That's too. not true. They have the new law at Starbucks. No. Their new rule is that they cannot let you not use the bathroom. You well, don't have to have a receipt at Starbucks. That's effed up that you make people <laughs> do that, especially when they're about to pee on themselves. But anyway. Well, Hello, who's this? It was worth 13. Hey, this is Swoop, man. Good morning. How y'all doing? Swoop, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. I'm calling from Orlando, Florida, man. I just always say I'm blessed, man, to able to come, come home from work and see my son just smile, man. And every time I see him, it's my first son. So I'm really enjoying that, man. I get, I never knew that experience. That's right. Oh, congratulations. I Congratulations. That's life, amazing. Man. Nothing like having kids, man. I love Orlando. I was in Orlando for the past five days. Salute to everybody who listens to us on 104.5 to beat my man D Strong and D. MK Strong. and Young Scholar. Thank you for hey, holding Koya. me down. Yeah, and I just want to ask you real quick a uh, question. Every like before before the whole nanny thing, how did you find the schedule, the DJ man? Because I DJ as well. I go by as DJ Swoop and everything, and it's. Just how you found that schedule? Like how you found that time before the nanny, before you know, before the the big time. It's called a wife. My wife held it down. <laughs> My wife was there when I, you know, we took turns. When I would DJ at night, I would DJ. She would stay up with the with the baby, and then when I got home, I would you know hold the baby down and let her sleep, let her rest, let her take care of her business, and you know we just swip swap until I was able to. Afford a nanny. Okay, I'll do the same thing. Just quick shout out, man. Just shout out all my DJs, DJ Africa, Flyman's, Fire, just all of them, man. Uh, just thank you for y'all, good people, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Enjoy your babies, man. They get big so fast, so enjoy them, man. All right, man. Thank y'all. Be blessed. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. KC. Yo. Hey, KC, get it off your chest. All right, so I feel like instead of having sex education in school, they need to do a child support class. Basically show the kids, like, the deductions <laughs> and stuff that come out they check. Instead of teaching them a safer way to do something, they didn't got them to do it anyway. Oh, you trying to find another way to scare kids from from having sex? What? Yeah, basically. Oh, oh okay. Gosh. I feel a what you're saying. I class. get it. True. Yeah, you know. I mean, imagine, you know what I'm saying, you make $400 a week, and then once they break those deductions down, you bring home like 120 a week. I believe that'll be a life-changing event for them. Yeah, but these kids going to look at you and be like, I'm about to be, get, I'm going to get rich anyway, so I can have sex with as many girls as I want. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And then until Friday, they didn't work 40 hours for $100. And then you got a bunch of other guys that'll be like, look, I'm going to just be rich and gay anyway, so I ain't worried about no babies. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, Casey. It's always the way around these things. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Hello, who's this? You. What's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? What's going on, you? Hi, Trav. Charlemagne. Hey, sis. <laughs> Charlemagne. We showing some shade at Charlotte today, huh? <laughs> I, I got a bone to pick with you, Charlemagne. No, he got a bone well, to pick, pick with you. Pick my bone, Trav. Oh, God, here you go. Listen, <laughs> so I'm sitting there minding my business, listening to brilliant idiots, and I come across Charlemagne throwing out his top five for basketball, right? Top and five of all time? I did? 
He don't uh, even know what he I don't says. Know, he, he, he's just throwing out his top five uh, for <laughs> basketball. Okay? He thinks it's the greatest, right? Who'd he say? Oh, of all time. <laughs> and as much as, as much as he stood on this radio and he championed Tim Duncan, do you think Tim Duncan was in his top five then? Who was in his top five? My, my top five I'm personal you, list? I'm going to tell you exactly who was in his top five. Magic. Yep. Jordan. Kobe. Yep. Sack. Yep. And the James Bond of basketball, LeBron James. Okay. And? Who's number four? That's a that's a that's an objective top five list. Who's like number four? Uh, LeBron. If I if I'm making an yeah, objective, well, actually, actually I put Shaq number four and I put LeBron five, but if I'm making an objective top five list without my bias, that's an objective top five. That's right. So I just want to say so just drop on the clues bond for the LeBron James rap, J. Cole. I no longer want to hear Tim Duncan. It's like to, when we talk about the Bro. great. J. Cole is always <laughs> going to be missing Bro. among the greats. Bro, I, I, once again, I Goodbye, think that child. you don't understand the similarities between Tim Duncan and J. Cole Goodbye, as people. And I don't think you understand the greatness of Tim Duncan. I can't wait for Chad's podcast to start. I can. Freddie P. What's going on? Get it off your chest, Freddie P. Yo, good morning, first and foremost, to everyone there. Angela Yee, how Good you morning. Doing? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm all right. Charlemagne, how you doing? Good morning, my brother. What's happening, King? I'm all right. I'm all right, sir. DJ Envy, how you doing? What's up, sir? All right. I just want to, uh, you know, pretty much thank the good Lord for waking me up this morning. Uh, I just want to let y'all know, you know, uh, we got a poll at the job site this morning to see if Charlemagne is actually going to show up for work on time. We want to <laughs> thank you this morning, Charlemagne. I won $10 this morning. Woo! Okay, okay, okay. Yes, Here yes, you yes, go. Yes, Keep it coming. You. Appreciate you. Uh, DJ Envy, uh, as the other day, I'm excited to see what same old music you're going to play in your mix again today. I'm excited to see, you know, how many times you can play Bruno Mars and uh, that thing, uh, Cardi B this morning. You know what I mean? You said you want to hear Cardi B and Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. I yes. got you right now, bro. I'm going to get your request on right now. <laughs> Keep it live. Every Tell them, morning, tell them your favorite station, bro. Tell them your favorite station. Yo, my favorite station, The Breakfast Club, I guess. I hear that, Cardi B. You didn't, sound, you didn't sound too certain. No, no more. The, Come on, Starlet. I guess. Man, no <laughs> the Breakfast Club is a radio show, not a radio station. Tell them your favorite show. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> but thank you, bro. He wants to hear Lil Baby and Drake. No, he wanted to hear Cardi B and Bruno Mars. <laughs> I don't pick those songs, but hey. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you, we got rumors on the way? Man, free JT. We got to tell you what's going on with JT. We thought she was about to come out of prison soon, but it looks like it hasn't happened quite yet. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy, uh, and we're about to talk about JT. Free JT! This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. I don't know why well, I that just now. What? J- free JT. Yeah, free JT. I don't know what she she's She was trying to get for. out of prison early. It's, uh, she's has a 24-month prison sentence because of felony identity theft. So... Has it been two years yet? It's like it's been two years already. No. No, it's been like a year, year and some change. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I think she should be out. She didn't swipe my card. Well, she was trying to get out early but uh, and get into a halfway house, but the judge did deny that. They did say that's not going to happen right now. He's not a fan, must be. 
Yeah, apparently not. The, her attorney tried to say, you know, she's in city girl. She's not going to do any more economic crimes. And you won't hear about any other issues with her. She needs to get out, get back to work. She's already served 15 and a half months. Mm-hmm. And she should be able to get out. But they did not allow that to happen. So she was denied that attempt to get out early. Unfortunately, well, clearly that judge has had his credit card swiped before. I'm sure he's right. taking that a little too personal. Right, he you hates know? where the bag at. Absolutely, he went to the airport or something, and they 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 got him. All right, well, let's talk about somebody who is making some major money, and that's Kylie Jenner. She's launching her own baby business line, Kylie Baby. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if anybody. I mean, I guess uh, everything that she's been putting out has been doing amazing. So she's going to be doing strollers, car seats, diaper bags, swaddling blankets, all of those things, right? But she also has one thing that people have been dragging online, and that is a new face scrub. People are saying that face scrub that she has will destroy your skin, and that's because one of the ingredients is walnuts. She says her walnut scrub is gentle yet very effective, and it buffs away your dead skin cells, and that she uses it like three times a week. But according to people, you're never supposed to use any walnut on your face because it can actually cause little micro tears on the surface of your skin, mess with your skin barrier, and if you have acne, it'll make it even worse if your face is sensitive or any of those well, things. Well, I'm, I'm an exfoliator. I need to ask my uh, dermatologist, Dr. Natasha Sandy, about that. So what's, what's the difference between walnut and red ex, rather regular exfoliation? Well, it feels like it might be too harsh because of even if they said any type of walnut can cause little tears. Mm. So, And listen, let me tell you something. I've... I, there was one time I had a bad skin issue, and that was because the exfoliant I was using on my face was too harsh, mm. and it was causing me to break out. Mm. And so because I didn't know what was going on, I was overusing it even more because I was like, why is my face breaking out? Scrubbing and then hard scrubbing and making it, it worse. Even more, yep. And that was making it even worse. And so once I stopped doing that, then I realized I had to use a very gentle microfoliant. So it is something that can really irritate your skin. If I was making a clickbait headline, it would say, Kylie Jenner wants you to pay to put nut on your face. That'll get it. Get it popping, right? You would try it? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you would pay. You would pay. All right, now, Howard Stern, he I got my own. talks to page six. Okay. And he was talking about basically um, some of the regrets that he has. Now, he said, I was an absolute maniac as far as his first couple of decades of his career. He said, my narcissism was so strong that I was incapable of appreciating what somebody else might be feeling. Now, he also says if you have one of his previous memoirs, Private Parts or Miss America, he says, burn them. He also says uh, that his sense of humor hasn't changed much. He's still fart man. He doesn't deny that. But he has some unfortunate on-air encounters from the past with George Michael, Eminem, Will Ferrell, uh, Carly Simon, and others. But he said his biggest regret was his interview with Robin Williams. He said he did badger him about having left his wife for his son's ex-nanny. So those are some things that he says that he does regret. But he did say he started facing his demons in the late 90s by finally seeing a therapist. Therapist. Yes. Yeah, touched my heart. I read that. uh, I read that. I read it three times. Made me wonder if it was me who wrote it. Like, he also talks about um, a lot of the early stuff he did on the radio, like the the, the creepy sexual Mm -hmm. stuff. He was like, all of that was complete trash. And he doesn't want to be remembered for that. That's why he actually wrote this book, because he feels like this is his, his legacy book. Right, he said he didn't want to admit that he needed anyone, but it took him five years to finally call the psychiatrist, and he said he thought it was just incredibly intimidating. So finally he said, you take a good hard look at yourself, and sometimes you don't like what you find, and that's true. That is a fact. Because Bill Murray said that. I'm reading I'm reading his book right now. I was reading it on vacation. I don't want to call it vacation, but I was reading it this past weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a good read. And the book also has a section that's called Drugs and Sobriety that includes him talking with Bradley Cooper, Miley Cyrus, Slash... 
uh, and many others. So he said he's not a drug guy, but he's addicted to people. He's addicted to the spotlight. He said he's addicted to getting attention from people. And a lot of those things come from being starved in a way. I'm actually surprised I'm not obese because I need to fill myself, but I'm filling myself with people. Hmm. So he said there's no difference between being a drug addict, an alcoholic, a gambling addict, or a people addict. That's a fact. And trying to get attention. That's the era we are now, uh, heavy with social oh, media. Absolutely. All, people, the, the validation is a drug. Attention is a drug. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, mm-hmm. and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about a Texas police officer who shot and killed a woman who says that she was pregnant. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night was the uh, 2019 NBA Draft Lottery, and uh, number one went to the Pelicans. Number two, Grizzlies. Number three, the Knicks. Number four, the Lakers. Number five, the Cavaliers. Are you sad? Yes. As a New York Knicks fan, are you sad? Yes. Why? Because I want a Zion. What well, you mean, why? Well, God didn't want that for Zion. God didn't want to send Zion to a place that's 40 degrees in, in May, a place that's going to take 40 to 45% of all his tax money, a place that has a terrible, terrible owner in James Dolan. He didn't want to do that to Zion. He got bigger plans for Zion. Uh, well, we'll see. All right, and the Golden State Warriors beat the Trailblazers 116-94. And I find it very disrespectful that people all of a sudden say things like the Golden State Warriors can't win without Kevin Durant, as if the Golden State Warriors didn't win a championship without Kevin Durant, as if they didn't win, as if they didn't win 73 games before Kevin Durant got there in a regular season. Like, knock it off. Oh, the Warriors going to win this year. How, why wouldn't they? Yeah, like, <laughs> they're definitely going to win. What else we got, Yee? Oh, man, this is a really sad story now. Texas police officer shot and killed a woman who claimed that she was pregnant. Her name is Pamela Shante Turner. According to her family, she's 44 years old. And she was in the Houston suburb of Baytown. She told police officers, and they did know her from previous encounters, that she was just going to her home. And a witness's cell phone video shows her yelling at the police officer, I'm walking. I'm actually walking to my house. We have some of the audio. I'm walking. I'm actually walking to my house. You actually harassed me. Like, why? Why? I didn't love this for you. I'm pregnant. So she did say that she was pregnant. Now, the reason they stopped her, they said they knew they knew her and they knew she had an active misdemeanor warrant for her arrest from pr- prior interactions. Mm-hmm. And then as he keeps on trying to arrest her, she uh, that's when she was yelling, I'm pregnant. And we did stop the audio there, but you can hear the gunshots. He did shoot at her five times, and she did pass away. They're going to have to explain they this one. They did kill her. Because there's no way they should have shot her. She didn't have a weapon. She was walking away. And even she was resisting arrest, but even though she was a resisting arrest, he doesn't deserve to be killed. Yeah, if you have to do that to a woman, you got some other issues that don't have anything to do with being a police officer. You're just a natural-born, scary-ass sucker who doesn't need to be on the police force because he tased her and then he shot her five times. Why are you so scared of a woman? And according uh, to reports, the officer's name has not been released, but he is an 11-year veteran of the department, and he's on paid administrative leave leave as they investigate what happened. Now, according to police officers, and I'm, I'm just telling you this according to the reports because, of course, mm-hmm. we don't know how true uh, any of this is, but the police are saying that she was not pregnant. Um, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I'm just don't telling, I'm just telling you at all. what happened because a lot of people were talking about the fact that she was pregnant, but uh, according to her family, they are saying that she was schizophrenic as well. None so of that matters, man. She takes medicine. She's a mother of two, a grandmother of three, and they did kill her. She did not have a weapon, as you, as we stated. 
And um, see, I don't like this. I don't like stop. Like they need to stop putting things on the victim. I want to know about that police officer. I want to know his background. You know what I'm saying? What was he about? Yeah, that. that she was know? on the he, ground. The there was, there was no situation. reason to shoot her. No reason. And at all. The other thing is, you already knew her. You had prior interactions with her. Like, did you feel like she was dangerous and was going to do something and There's had no a weapon or any of those her. things? five times and then tried to actually uh, give her CPR and whatever, but it was too late. So. An unarmed woman with, with, with uh, misdemeanor warrants. That's just trying to go home. Who you knew? That gets gets, gets killed five times Who you were familiar warrants. Who you were familiar with. Okay, so just uh, giving you all that story. Mm. Really sad situation, and our condolences go out to her family. Um, <sighs> and that throws out the whole theory of, you know, you need police officers that know the community right. because he clearly knew that young lady. So you knew that young lady, and you still shot her five times. You knew she wasn't a threat in that I way. would love to hear why. Why Why do that? Why, like, he has to, like, what excuse well, do you have? what they're trying to say is that she he tried to tase her and that she was reaching for his taser and got the taser away from him. So that's the account of what it is they're trying to say, but I don't think that warrants shooting and killing a woman. All right, now, a farmer in Nebraska had to uh. amputate his own leg with a pocket knife to save his own life. Curtis Kayser, he said he had to act quick because his leg was getting pulled into a machine when he stepped into a hole accidentally when he was trying to transfer some corn from one place to another. He said, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how long I would keep my consciousness. I gave up. I gave up. But then I remembered I had my pocket knife. He cut his leg off? He cut his leg off and he crawled That's using his crazy. elbows. That's crazy. I need to know to what kind it. of brand of knife that is. I need to buy one right now. He got a knife made of vibranium and he can just cut his leg he off in a matter of seconds. Off? He said he knew he was done cutting because I felt a funny feeling. Maybe it was a tendon I had cut. Yeah, how do you know that? He, how did he know he how? wasn't going to cut an artery that he needed in that moment? I don't know, but he cut did his survive. Leg so. off. What kind of knife is that? I need it. <laughs> it's a pocket knife. It's got to be made out of vibranium. But do you think you could cut your leg off? Like, out of, ah! It's either that or die. What are you going to do? Because it's not. A, it couldn't have been an easy cut. He had to saw it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. How big was this knife? That's all you care about? <laughs> goodness gracious. Could you imagine the pain of sawing your leg off? No, nah, I need more details. I need more You need context. more details? Yes. I need, no. to know, I need to know what kind of knife this was and how did he know he wasn't cutting, like, a tendon or artery? Sure, he, he did, did cut a tendon. Yeah, yeah, they cut everything. He, he cut did. his leg off. He had off. to. <laughs> he had to cut his leg off. I want this pocket knife. And then he had to go through the bone, so he had this. Oh my goodness! This pocket knife came from Wakanda. Siri made this pocket knife. I want it. No, it came from Game of Thrones. That's where it came from. You would, you would let the white man's fantasy land be better than the black man's fantasy land. All Freaking right. Dominican. Well, that is your front page news. <laughs> now I'm Dominican. All right. Well, I'm Dominican. Slander the Breakfast Club. 800-585-1051. If you want to slander the Breakfast Club, hit us up right now. If there's something you don't like about me, Ye, or Charlemagne, 800-585-1051. You can call up and slander the Breakfast Club right now. Again, the number 800-585-1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Keep the Breakfast Club humbled with Slander the Breakfast Club. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. Hello, who's this? Neo. Neo, Slander the Breakfast Club. Yo, Charlemagne, why you calling Envy Dominican, man? What's wrong with Dominicans? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with Dominicans. Envy is Dominican and he won't claim his heritage. I'm not Dominican. See what I'm saying? What's wrong with Dominicans, man? Shout to all my Dominicans out there, man. Oh, now they're your Dominicans. I said shout to all my Dominicans. Yeah, I'm not Dominican, but I... Envy I, I is Dominican. Ask him where his daddy from. Where, where your dad from, Envy? Not, Domin- not, not Dominican Republic. Dominica. 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 Oh, my God, y'all. Dominica. <laughs> Yo, shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all for what y'all do, man. This is Slander the Breakfast Club. We ain't got time for this appreciation, sir. Shout out. Matt, what up, Matt? Yo, what up, man? I just think it's crazy how... 
I've been listening to y'all for years. Can never get through until the slander top. I'm gonna be honest so with I'm you. I'm gonna be honest with you because you Dominican. Yeah, that's right. He's Dominican. Dominican. He's Dominican. And don't be calling up here sounding like somebody's corn girlfriend. You are Dominican. You didn't hear Charlemagne? You are Dominican. You are Dominican. I'm not Dominican. Come on, dude. Why won't you claim your heritage? But shout out to all my Dominicans in my last Oh, now they're your Dominicans? I, I'm not Dominican, though. <laughs> Yo, Charlamagne, Angela, Angela hey. I really love all of y'all, man. Guys, yes, yes. this is slander the Breakfast Club. But I'm not Dominican. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, all right. I'm a slander. I'm a slander. You too, you too much, Envy. Too light-skinned. Too Dominican, too everything. <laughs> now I'm too light-skinned. <laughs> I'm too... You know what? Goodbye, man. You are Dominican. Why won't you claim it? We need brown representation on this show. We need brown and gay representation. You check both boxes. Just shut up, man. <laughs> Omar, do you check one of those boxes? And you far from Dominican. Omar! What's going on? Who you want to slander? Uh, Angela Lee. Who is that? I don't know Angela Lee, bro. You? <laughs> Angela, whatever. Uh, I just want to try to suggest that she was talking about that movie. Mm -hmm. And I just believe she's just taking it personal because uh, she's already a black woman. Because it's just a movie. Duh. Like you guys were talking about it, it makes fun of everybody. Who the fuck? It's fun of everybody. It's just taking it personal. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. That's how white men view black women as a loquitia. Yeah, but look at it. At least, at least she got the job, right? She did it. Yeah, job. except in real life, she that wouldn't happen. If it was a real black woman in real life named Loquisha, she wouldn't get the job. You don't know that. Okay. Hey, Goodbye, I, you know you know what else about that movie, Loquisha? Because I watched the trailer. You know he's mimicking black women that he sees on reality TV. It wasn't all black women. He he was watching reality TV and they was on there arguing. And he said, "If I act like that, I'll get the radio job." In real life, context that matters. In real life, that won't happen. That's worse. King. Hey, what's going on, Envy man? How you doing, brother? What's up, bro? Who you want to slander? Man, I, I gotta have Charlemagne the God, but uh, Angelique, how you doing this morning, bro? I'm doing great. How are you, honey? Ah, uh, man, I can't complain. I can't complain. But Charlemagne the God, how you doing, brother? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. How you doing, King? That's what I was talking about, man. Listen, man, I'm a Florida boy. I love being from Florida, and I just got to have you for a second, man. It just seems like you always have something to say about us down here in Florida in regards to the crazy things that's associated with happening down here. He was just I'm in Florida. Florida. He was just in Florida. That's good. Probably for Roll Aloud and everything. And, and, and you no. know what? I'm sure you it got definitely not. It wasn't Roll Aloud. I was in Orlando for my daughter's cheerleading competition and I was at Disney and Animal Kingdom the past five days. Would you like to know some of the things I saw while I was down there? I saw a grandmother get arrested at Disney for having CBD oil. CBD oil is good for your joints and your muscles. They took this old lady to jail, put her in handcuffs for having CBD oil. I also saw somebody try to get into Disney with a 9mm pistol with two cartridges, and he goes, oh, I forgot. So don't tell me about Florida being crazy. Now, I'm going to tell you the other crazy thing I saw in Florida. He was visiting from South Carolina, too, though. That's no, no. And, and salute to the young lady who walked up to me and said, is you Charlemagne the God? And I said, no. And then she yelled at her friend, I told you that wasn't him, and walked off. All right? Well, you said no. <laughs> but she believed you. Thank you, brother. Don't tell me about Florida being crazy. I love Florida, but it's crazy down there. Slam to the Breakfast Club. 800-585-1051. Call us right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Keep the Breakfast Club humbled with Slander the Breakfast Club. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. Holla, holla. Me, Tyler. What's going on, Envy? What's up, bro? Who you want to slander? I, I want you. I want you. Ooh, ooh, well, like how you ooh. said that. That I'm sounded amazing. Take what you want. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I want you, Envy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what, Envy? Ah, man. Okay. Take that. So first off, First off, my homie called up a couple days ago because y'all had a little segment 
about smelly feet or washing, what is it, washing your feet or something uh-huh. like that? Washing, and we don't wash his legs and his feet. Right. I do wash my legs and feet. Now. You don't wash your legs and your feet. Long story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you weren't here, uh, Charlemagne, so another reason why. I'm going to get you later, but don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> He's worried. So my boy, my boy, Ant, Anthony, you know him by Anthony, he called up here and he was like, yo, I want to promote my homie brand, you know, and you, you talk about his feet. You know, you was like, oh, you know, you probably don't, you probably, your feet probably smell, something like that. And I'm like, no, that's petty. But yeah, he wanted to shout my brand out. He was like, nah, nah, I'm good. Your feet smell. And I'm like, what? How are you going to do that? And you just said, you just started doing it a couple, like, what, <laughs> not long ago. And you about 40 some odd years old, 30 some 40 years you just started Don't rocking. judge me, man. What you want to shout you out? Shout it out quick. He's slandering you. You just started watching good. Are you coming at my guy? Yeah, that's crazy you don't wash your ass. That's, that's about my ass. If you don't wash your legs, you don't wash your ass. Why you all in my ass? If you don't wash your legs and your feet, you don't wash your ass. Because all that's down there. Ass, you mean to tell me you stop after your ass? Yes. So you wash your ass, but then you don't wash nothing else I under there. I wash my legs and feet, man. man. that's disgusting. Jesus you Christ. You want to wash it for me? My God. And you Dominican. Dominicans love to wear white jeans. Oh so your goodness. legs got to be clean, because if not, they're going to stain the hell out the jeans. Brian, who you want to slander, Brian? Hey, yo. Hey, I'm trying to come to Charlemagne, man. Hey, uh, you trying to c*** on Charlemagne. Man. Listen here, you freak. Yeah, I'm right. married. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Look, all right. So, look, what's up with your beef with Logic, man? Because he came at you real hard <laughs> and clickbaited. And, and, like, Logic album is always fire, man. I don't so, have. Why, I, why y'all got the beef with each other? I don't have any. I don't have huge Logic fan, man. I don't have any beef with Logic. I don't even know why Logic said what he said on Clickbait. He don't want it with Logic, bro. Because <laughs> I never called Logic homophobic, but I do want to salute the Logic. Uh, Logic canceled all his New York press this week. I heard he's highly upset about the donkey of the day, and he canceled all his yeah. appearances this week. He was but he did be, the number one album. He was supposed to be on Today yeah, Show. Right he was supposed to be yeah, on yeah, Elvis Duran. Yeah. Canceled it all. I'm from Maryland too, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta rep the home team. And I would love for him to come on the Breakfast Club, man, so y'all can sit down and hash it out. I think he'll slap Charlotte. He's been on Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club a couple times before. He was supposed to be on Angie Martinez this week. Who else did he cancel? He canceled a lot of he canceled all his New York press for no reason. Paige. Yes. Who you wanna slam the page? Hey, I wanna slam Charlotte in the Gada. Okay, go ahead. The only reason I wanna do it is because why well, I like listening to you guys in the morning. I listen to you guys every morning before work. Thank you. But I hate listening to Charlamagne the God and how racist he is with black and white people. I think that God created everyone equal, and there's no difference between white skin and dark skin. And Dominicans. Well, t- well, tell your granddaddy that. Okay, God knows that. God created us exactly how you said, but it's your granddaddy and your great-granddaddy that made the divide in this country. And I understand that. There's still segregation all over the place, and I I totally oppose that, and I'm not racist by any means. I love People law origins. I love. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not racist either. But I hate white supremacy and I hate racism. If you have a problem with that, then I don't know what your issue is, my love. No, I understand where you're coming from. Like I said, I'm not racist. I'm not not bashing at all. It's just it's irritating listening to you every morning. You say that white men and black men and white people and yeah, I, I get white supremacy. It's there. But don't publicize it more than what it already is. Tell him why he go at light skins and Dominicans all well, the time. I'm gonna I'm I'm make you feel better right now. You listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Mega. MAGA! Nada? <laughs> Thank you, mama. <laughs> Rico! What up? Rico, who you want to slander? You, Envy. Uh-oh. Damn, mm. why so aggressive? You. Go ahead. Why does it got to be aggressive? Nah, because you're too sensitive, bro. I think sometimes when they be cutting jokes at you, you can just let it go sometimes, man, and just keep it moving. A little tender butt, ain't he? Just a wee bit. Oh, why you asking about butt? Listen, Envy takes it very well. <laughs> I do take it well. He does take it well. That is true. (laughs) You said what? 
But that's what they were saying on the blogs, though, that he does take it very well. Yeah. You know oh, yeah, yeah. Which one? The nine and a half inch dildo or something See. else? You saw something else? That dildo. Ooh. You know what? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Don. Yep. Who you want to slander, Don? Only slander all three of y'all. Go. All three of us. <laughs> yeah. The reason why is often when I'm listening to The Breakfast Club, um, there's a lot of uh, gay jokes that you guys are perpetuating on the air. Oh, you, just missed, you just missed one. You just Not missed true. one. We do not make gay jokes. No, no, no. There's actually a lot of gay jokes on there. And and, and Envy, in particular, I think that he needs to understand that he's from Queens, and we don't we don't play those type of games in Queens. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to, to, to advocate uh, for the LGBT community, but it's one thing for the jokes. It's too much. So you can't um, be a queen from Queens? Shut up. <laughs> Charlemagne, I feel that I understand that you you know you're trying to sell books or you're trying to host and things like that. So you're you're trying to um gain fans of the gay community. But I think you're doing too much and Angelique Lee, you're just standing on the side and you are, are supporting it. But but again, I'm from Queens and Envy's from Queens. I just think that um you in particular, you need to know that those gay jokes you're going too far. Yeah, Queens gotta to support each other, man. So yes. what are you what are you saying? So you are you homophobic? You don't like gayness? No, absolutely not homophobic at all. But I think that you guys go a little bit way too far. Um, I think um, uh, Charlemagne, uh, like I said, um, you guys, you know, it's one Give me an example. Yeah, give him an example. Yeah, give me an, an example, example of me going too deep or too far. An example, an example I would say is um, there's a lot of times when you're on the radio and you say that, okay, uh, you didn't have it, you had gay thoughts, but you don't have a gay, uh, you never had a gay experience. And then also, and, and also, and a lot, of, a lot of different times, Envy also says that he, he, you know, there's a lot of gay jokes that's just going around in general. You guys, you know, I never said anything about yes, having gay I remember thoughts. When, <laughs> no, I remember when Charlamagne said he had gay thoughts. That's never happened. I remember. We hear. I'm with you. Yeah, it happens. But the thing is, just don't. You know what I mean? It's one thing that's supported, but you know what I mean. Don't put it out in the air because once it becomes socially <laughs> acceptable, like like young women. Yeah, you're right. Because Charlamagne said he had gay thoughts about me. You right, bro. I'm a cool. I'm, I'm from Queens. So you're saying that you don't want gayness to be socially acceptable is what you're saying. But then you're also saying you're not homophobic. So therefore, you're not making any sense. Well, no, no, I do make sense. A lot of times, it's like a fad almost. Even it's not a fad. You're right. Even without women these days, they're trying it out because it's socially acceptable. Bro, you're right, Don. Don, you're right. Charlamagne, give him a kiss just to make him feel better. Don, I love you, Don. It's a terrible. I love you, my brother. Don. I love you, Don. Listen, Don, I love, I love you. Stop acting like that. If you're going to be gay, you know you'll be gay. If you're not, you're not. It is what it is. I said, get a man a hug and a kiss. No one's going to make themselves. Don gone? Yeah, Don's gone. Man, I love you, Don. Wherever you at, I want you to think about me all day long, okay? <laughs> and next time you recite your alphabet, just stop at D and think of me. You know a, what? A, B, C, D, <laughs> me. Right. You go to the Breakfast Club. Make those gay thoughts. 585-1051. If you want to slam to the Breakfast Club, hit us now. Goodness gracious, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. What was that laugh about? I just, you know, happy to be here. Mm -hmm. I don't understand certain things. Like, what? why is it a big story that Ty Dolla Sign painted his toenails? Oh, my God. Who like, said, why? Who cares? Who said it's a big story? Because it's, like, on the headlines and different things, and people were asking me, like... Well, now I'm interested. What, what color? Um, I don't know. What color is it? What color do you get yours? 
But what's wrong with that? You paint them. I don't ever get nail color. I just give me a nice little buff when it's I go get orange, me a manicure. His toenails are orange. And, and, and it's, it's so funny. I go to the same manicurist all the time, and she always asks me, do you want color? You know, I don't want no damn color. Just give me a nice little buff. That means you got color before. I've never gotten color. Liar. Yes. Somebody asked me the other day, too, like, would you let your man paint his toenails? I'm like, I'm going to stop my man from painting his toenails if he wants to do it. I mean. Why would you want to get, get your toenails painted? Just get you a nice little pedicure, you know what I'm saying? Get you a nice little buff on your toes. I got my nails painted before my daughter did it. Like, we would have yeah, you playing, playing with each around. other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're not, you know, going there. No, I'm not going there. Like, let me get that uh, number five pink. Well, what's and, uh, wrong with that, though? You think there's something wrong with men getting their toenails and nails painted? Nah, I just, it's not for me. Hmm. What about you, Charlamagne? Like no, why? Why, a, why do people act like it's a big deal? I'm just curious. That's an interesting question because I think it all depends on the color. Because back in the days, you had those, and even now, you had those gothic, you know, yeah, goth, yeah, and they would paint their nails black. Yeah, but even, nobody cared about that. Yeah, and I know people now who are artists, and they're not goth artists, but they paint their nails too. I ain't studying people that hard. I mean, like, I, I ain't got care. time. Like, to be doing it only was brought to my attention because people were making headlines out of it, like Ty Dolla Sign. Flaunts his painted toenails. Yeah, that's his prerogative. Yeah, man. If you want to paint enough. his toenails, paint your goddamn toenails. Right. Well, yeah, we got rumors Just on the don't way. Don't bleach your butthole or something. That's when you're going a little too far. Don't what? do what? Nothing. People do bleach theirs, you know. I know. You try it? Not colored, though. You colored it? No, you can't get colored. <laughs> <laughs> what color? <laughs> color? You can only get like a blonde. Really? Yeah. You did? Shut up. <laughs> we got rumors All on right, the way. All right, let's talk that's about who is single and ready to mingle. We'll tell you who's been hanging out at her bachelorette pad. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Man, there's nothing like finally getting out of a toxic relationship. And Wendy Williams seems to be really excited to be back on the scene again. Now, people have seen her out and about with some men. And here's what she has to say about the latest spotting. And by the way, I don't have a boyfriend. That was Webb. Webb is part of the security detail around here at the show. And, you know, I am working on my divorce pleasantly right now. When I say pleasantly, I mean, I, I, I ask of you, please, it's hard to say give privacy because I don't give privacy when I'm doing the rest of the stories. <laughs> Come on now, you don't just throw away 25 years lock, stock, and barrel. I gotta tell you something right now, as a mature single, I'm a single woman. I go out a lot because I am a good time girl, I like to have fun, and I'm really, really reclaiming my life. Dropping the clues okay. behind Wendy Williams. You know what I'm saying, she's going through her whole phase. You gotta go through a whole phase. She's been married for the past 25 years. You know, she's been in an abusive relationship for the past 25 years. Now she's 50-something years old. She gotta go through her 50-something-year-old whole phase. Well, yes, they were married for 21 years. And she said that even though they're not gonna get back together, they also do have a 19-year-old son together. She also said child support might be an issue in the case. So we'll see what happens with that. But mm -hmm. she also talked about dating again. And I don't have a boyfriend, but I must admit, I am rediscovering my love of men. And, you know, transparency, I do date. And, and I date pretty often. But Webb has been to my bachelorette pad. Marco has been to my bachelorette pad. Okay. Boof has been Boof? to my bachelorette oh. pad. Run through and Wendy. the parade of men will continue. <laughs> but Hey. Because I need oh. things lifted. I need things wow. put in position. What about, hey. She's talking about furniture. Hey. What about Charlamagne? Have you been to that bachelor? Shut up! Damn. Run through him, Wendy. 
He said, right. shut up with so much emotion. Because, man. Like, don't feel like you ain't sitting on her lap before, oh, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need that picture always. <laughs> I, did what I, I did what I had to do to get what I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, every time I see that picture of Charlamagne yeah. sitting on Wendy Williams' knee, I think about Bill Cosby <gasps> with the kids. Where he, was playing, where, he was playing, where he was playing horsey. Horrible. You know when he was playing horsey with the kids? You saying Wendy was playing horsey with Charlamagne? Yeah. And she was bouncing him on her knee. Oh, listen, <laughs> drop on the clues, Bob, for Wendy Williams. Live your life, okay? I don't understand why she has to pay child support when she already was paying child support. Like, she's already paying for everything for her son anyway. Right. That bum-ass Kelvin Hunter, her ex-wife wasn't paying none of that stuff. Okay. Hey. You know why we call him Doodoo Brown? Why? Because he's always doing too much, and he's from Brownsville. My goodness. What up, Boof? Shout out to Boof. Drop on the clue palm for Boof. <laughs> Nasty ass. DJ Boof. <laughs> All right, Boof now. Boof doing what he got to do. He boofing. <laughs> Let's you talk want. about. <laughs> Y'all going to stop. It's you my done? guy. Yes, I got. Are you finished or are you done? <laughs> we both. Thank you. Now let's talk about OVO. They have done a collaboration with D Squared. I like D Squared, so that's a nice collabo. So they did post something on Welcome OVO, and uh, that should be good. So if y'all want to get some of that new gear, Tiffany Haddish is going to be hosting Kids Say the Darndest Things. All it's right. A revival on ABC. She's also going to be executive producing that series. Okay. So she'll be interacting with the kids. I'm sure that'll be entertaining because she's pretty funny with the kids and everything. She's a big kid herself. Like, mm-hmm. she has a very uh, childlike demeanor about her, so that's going to be great. That's great casting on ABC's part. And most yeah. importantly, she's executive producer. Previously, Kids Say the Darnest Things was hosted by Bill Cosby. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. <laughs> what? Well, it was. Ahead. I'm just giving you the background. What mm-hmm. do you want me to do? So, yes, it did used to be hosted let's keep, by... Let's keep that one. Let's keep that one ourselves. <laughs> All right? <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? Listen, man, uh, for after the hour, let's have a conversation about selfie culture, kids. Okay? Seriously, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and selfie culture is causing some real mental health issues out here in these streets. Let's talk about it. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey shit. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yeah, donkey today for Wednesday, May 15th, goes to Chris DeVoe. Now, if you don't know who Chris DeVoe is, he goes by the name Tugsy on Instagram. And I want everyone out there to know that this donkey today is being done with love, okay? I actually genuinely feel sorry for this young man, and I feel sorry for other people who are in this man's position who have this man's mind state. Now, Chris DeVoe, he makes his living off Instagram, okay? Mm. He is a social media influencer. And like many people in this era, social media rules everything around them, okay? I really don't understand why people put their livelihoods into social media because you don't own social media so social media decided to ban you or cancel your account for whatever reason you're done out here not to mention social media is creating this unattainable unreachable uh goal of physical perfection that simply does not exist all right social media is everybody's highlight reel and you are comparing your real everyday life to the carefully cultivated and filtered world of social media okay drop one of my uh, clues bombs from my man pastor stephen furtick he has a great sermon on that by the way uh moss corner zone but that doesn't stop people like chris devoe from trying to chase the unattainable okay let's go to wcax cbs3 for the report please 
Selfie culture is putting pressure on beauty standards. And according to plastic surgeons, it's driving many young people to seek cosmetic procedures. With almost half a million followers, Kyrie's DeVoe makes his living through Instagram. We all want to have smooth skin. We all want to have, you know, high cheekbones. We all want to have, like, frozen faces. We just want to look perfect. Kyrie spends at least an hour editing each selfie. I want to be a brat doll. I want to be a living brat doll. Why do you want to look less mm. human? Um, because a doll's perfect. I just want to look like mm. selfie-ready all the time. Kyrie even gets regular cosmetic procedures done to look more like his edited selfies. Leading plastic surgeon Dr. Dirk Kramer says he's noticed his clientele get younger and younger. Most of them come with a phone, with, with their phone and show me pictures and that's how I get most likes and most followers. Could we do that in reality? Oh, this is sad, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is Mental Health Awareness Month and I hear you already. Charlemagne, everything is not a mental health issue. You're right. Everything isn't a mental health issue, but some of this is. And this is exactly why I ordered phone cases for my wife and oldest daughter that say social media ruins your mental health because you will never be happy chasing the lies that are being told on social media, okay? You out here living your real life, living in your truth, knowing fully that the world and people in it aren't perfect, but then you go on the gram and see people, you know, everybody given the perception of perfection, right. all right? And, and, and you chase that, but it's literally like a dog chasing its own tail. You will never catch it. Therefore, you will never truly be happy, and that can lead to body dysmorphia, which is indeed a mental health issue. But don't listen to me. Let's hear from the experts. Back to WCAX, CBS3 for the report, please. This obsession with personal appearance that selfie culture encourages may have darker implications for mental health. In those people who have that psychological vulnerability, it can be particularly concerning. They are constantly bombarded with their image and constantly referencing their own image in a way that was not seen before. At its most extreme, this fixation on appearance can manifest in a mental health condition known as body dysmorphic disorder, mm. or BDD. Ego, vanity, and validation is gonna be the death of this era. Okay, how can you tell, you know, kids that their first, last, and best love is self-love when they are being born into a culture that makes you feel like your worth, your value, how you think of yourself, how you love yourself is in the hands of others. I don't care how many likes you get. Do you like yourself? That's what's important. When you depend on people to build you up, they'll have the same power to break you down. You don't need anybody on social media's validation to know your worth. How do we get these kids to not have psychological vulnerability and build up their confidence, okay? True confidence is knowing that you are enough without the need for anyone else's validation. How do you get that through the kids in 2019 when everything is about constant validation. Chris DeVoe, my brother, stop while you are ahead. Okay, anybody out there that can hear my voice who thinks they have to make permanent plastic surgery decisions based off temporary social media feelings, stop! All right, you can't live in illusion, all right? Focus on things that matter, like your spirit, your personality. If the world was blind, how many people would you impress, all right? Spending all this money to impress people that don't like you anyway? Come on, man. Here's the moral of the story. Stop trying to impress people. Boy. Stop trying to impress people by being something you're not. All right. At the end, you have a bunch of followers who don't really care about you, and you will lose yourself. That's what's happening in these situations. Christopher, love yours. The life you save may be your own. Please give Christopher the biggest hee haw. And the crazy thing is I really don't have any solutions to this problem because I'm really trying to figure out how do you make a generation of kids realize that their first, last, and best love is self-love when they're born into an era that 
tells them the only way to receive true love is by getting it from other people. I know he's so young to be getting all those come fillers on, and getting all those things man, done to himself. Barrio, but it's, it's difficult because a lot of the celebrities are doing it at young ages, and these kids are following celebrities. And not only the celebrities, they're watching people on social media with all of these filters and these face tunes and all this other stuff. And then they see you in real life. Yes, it's one thing when you got a computer with a celebrity, you can just be like, I'm just gonna get this money, and then I'm gonna wild out. But now your next door neighbor looking perfect too. Right. <laughs> My God, trust me, man. You know you can go from ugly to being handsome. Look at me. Damn, no validation in this room. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody. I got so nobody, quiet. Nobody, nobody gonna like my tweet. <laughs> Damn. Damn, nobody gonna tell me I'm handsome? Nah, I didn't retweet that, bro. That's crazy. Nah, nah, nah thumbs need, down on that YouTube. I don't need y'all. Well, okay. you did become a facing, uh, huh? walking Excuse filter. Me? I was about to tell me I'm handsome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What filter would you say he is? The X Pro, maybe the. Filter? Which filter? Yeah, what the hell is the X Pro? Yeah, I don't know what none of these filters. Let me look filters. at these filters. What, fil- what, what page you on? Mm, let me look at your filters. What site is that? <laughs> I would call Man, it. Man, f y'all, I'm handsome. I'll call it the the bitch bleach. You're like the gingham filter. What the hell is that? What is that? You know when you go the on gingham Instagram, gingham. Oh. So if you filter, he turned into the gingham filter. Man. I don't even like him. I don't even know damn Paul. <laughs> All right. Well, Ask Ye is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call you now. 800-585-1051. Did you just change your accent? Did I? I don't know. 800 Call you now. Put a, put a filter on his accent. 800. How you put a Jamaican filter on your accent? You put a safari filter on your accent. <laughs> call you now. Call you now. 800-585-1051. Straight. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Didi. Hey, Didi, what's your question for Yee? Um, I wanted to know, so if you've been with a guy for five, six years, and you've just been waiting for him to level up and better himself, and he's just been in the same position, are you wrong for wanting to leave and find better for yourself? Uh, do you feel wrong about it? I do, because I do love him, but it's just like, how long can I wait for us to be in a better position or for you, not even us? You know, sometimes it gets really frustrating, too, because I don't see how a relationship can work. And I've said this before, and I see this is a problem a lot of women are having when you're with somebody that's not motivated to be better, when you're actually in a position where you're moving up, you're ambitious. I don't even want to be around people who aren't motivated. I don't even want my friends around me to not want better for themselves because I feel like that drags me down. So imagine being with a partner who's stagnant in life. Exactly, and then it's like, I just, I don't want to, you know, not be there for him, but it's like, you're barely there for yourself. You don't want better for yourself. You feel like you enable him sometimes, too? Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm, because then you end up res- kind of resenting somebody because as a couple, you want to grow together. I'm growing, you're growing, we're growing together. I don't want to outgrow you. Right. And it feels like you feel like you're outgrowing him. I feel like this. If a man really wants to be with you just the way you want to be with him, sometimes you do have to leave for them to level up. Right. And show them that they have to do better to be with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, like, sometimes you stay with him and he's very comfortable in his situation. He's got you. He's got his whatever stagnant position that he's been in in his life and that he's been content with. And it seems like you're not content. No, not at all. So I don't think you should have to settle. Okay. But I, I well, think if you, you do, I think if you do love him, it's great to encourage your man and to want him to do better. But sometimes you do have to step away, and then he's going to realize he's fearful that he might lose something, and he's going to have to pick himself up and do more. 
Right, because I've been encouraging him for years, you know, like, oh, go try to do this, go try to do that. And he's like, well, that's not what I want to do, but you still don't know what you want to do. It's years later. Right. How many mixtapes he put out so far? Oh, stop it. I mean, I would say, like, on the yearly basis, I tell him I can't, like, put a number on it, but on the pandemic that are going on six years, but every year I'm telling him something of different things he can do that I see that I think would be a good fit for him. Is he a rapper? No, he's not a rapper. Producer? No. DJ? <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> Just asking. Okay. Well, it's good that you see his potential, but he's got to see his own potential, too. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Mama. Good luck. All right. Thank you, too. Goodness gracious. Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The <laughs> Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Fred, you on the line? Hey, what's going on, man? What's your question, Fred, for Ye? Hey, yeah, hey, this is my thing. I've always been fly all my life, right? I've always been <laughs> dipping and dodging. Oh, boy. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, honestly, I've been <laughs> dipping and dodging through a whole bunch of pretty females, but uh. it, it doesn't do something for me. I feel like pretty females just come with too much, you know what I'm saying? So finally, I'm, I'm trying to get with somebody who mentally is on my level, but she's not as pretty as someone oh who I normally deal with. And now this sounds so superficial, be, Fred. But I mean, I'm just I'm just being honest. Okay. Because you know you gotta be honest. Like pretty girls, are, it's a baggage with pretty females. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? So when you when you get to like someone who you mentally like c- connect with, and she's not as pretty, so now it's like I'm on her too much, as if the pretty females was on me when I was doing what I was doing. Does that make sense, or am I kind of like not making sense? So you're too cocky. <laughs> what I'm hearing from you is, and first of all, I want to say all people have baggage. It's not just pretty women have baggage. All people have baggage, right? Because we all have things that we take with us that we that have happened in our past or things that we've done. So we all have baggage. It's not just being a pretty woman has baggage. Right. Okay, so... What I'm saying is that... It seems like you're worried too much about what other people think. Like you're attracted to this woman that you're with, right? Mentally. Well, first of all, do you make her feel like she's attractive? I think I do it too much. You feel me? You make her feel too attractive. <laughs> no, I make I I I I I'm I'm doing what they, they, normally the pretty females do to me because I deal with so many of them. But oh, now, oh my goodness. god, this guy! I just want to say a couple things here. First of all, <clears throat> I don't care how attractive somebody is on the outside. If their inside isn't right, they could be so ugly to you. And so I think that. You know, personality-wise, if you want to be with somebody, I can't be with somebody that I'm not attracted to their personality. That's really where it's supposed to start. I understand physically you see somebody, you're like, okay, they're good-looking, but when you get to know somebody, what matters more? Right, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like, the prettier they are, I feel like I don't mentally attract myself with them. But now I finally found somebody who I'm mentally attracted with, but it's not as pretty as the people that I'm, the, the females. Yeah, listen, only... you like her? Yeah. You love her? I think I, I, I express it too much, and I feel like it's overwhelming to her, and that's that's why I'm not getting a normal reaction that I would normally do. Does that make Look, just be normal, man. Just be in a relationship. Treat her the same as you would treat anybody else that you want to be with. Treat her special, and just have a regular relationship. Stop, stop worrying so much about looks. Like, you place so much emphasis on it, it's probably making her feel insecure. I get you. So stop even worrying about that. Just build your relationship. Stop thinking about she don't look like how the other girls I look like and <coughs> she's a da-da. Just focus on your relationship and block all that other stuff out. 
Nah, but you ever had like somebody who you thought was attractive and then they, they, they do too much and then you don't even like them no more because they just do too much and they're so overwhelming? I feel like I'm doing that now with somebody who I normally wouldn't deal with and it's like it's doing the opposite of what I know. I don't know. I can't really explain. Can you just, just be just be regular? Just oh, treat her boy. well. Just be a regular person. Treat her really nice. Treat her how she deserves to be treated. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But stop thinking about looks so much. I feel Looks I feel always fade, man. There's people that, you know. Anyway, so yes. I hope it works out for hey, you. Hey, look. Can I slam y'all? Because I was trying to call in. With nah, you, you too cocky to slam us, man. Well, we got to see what you look like. What's your Instagram? I'm fly. I don't know. He's too cocky, man. All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Yee. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's talk about Aisha Curry. Now she's talking about her own depression and what that actually led to, and it's something physical. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, even though that Uber stock is not doing so well right now, if you would have invested back in 2011, you could have made uh, quite a bit of money still. And according to reports, they're saying that Beyonce made about $300 million from her Uber investments. Wow. Yeah, so that's because she invested back in 2011. How much did she have to invest for that, you know? I have no idea, but... Uh, yes, that's according to that grape juice. So. Man, that always sucks after the fact. It's a stock that I wish I had invested in last week. We that, all do. But I'm still not going to say nothing because it may not be too late. I think everybody knows about Beyond Burger. Shut up. It's not a secret. It's all over every single... <laughs> Jesus it's like, Christ. It's been like the best um, IPO in 20 years. I know, man. So it's not a secret. And the, and the bad me. part about it is, and this is why I always say you should invest in the stock. Like, things that, things you that you use. Like, right. yeah. we, we, I eat Beyond Burger. That one last... I literally I had, had Beyond, Beyond Burger, Burger last night. I had night. a Beyond Burger last night from Bear Burger. I had mine from Pappy's. It's, it's a uh, local spot, but yes, man. Yeah, Jesus. So, and they can't even make enough Impossible Burgers to fill the demand right now as far as Impossible Burgers. Oh, that, GM, so. that GMO Impossible Burger is coming real soon. <laughs> Trust me. All right. All right. Now, let's talk about money some more. Let's talk about little Nas X and how much money he had before that song Old Town Road became a hit. Because you only had five dollars and sixty-two cents. Oh my God! How did you know that? Well, you're little Nas X. We have to know that. That's me. In your I, Wells Fargo account. What are those days like? I, I spread it out. You know, I would get like some now and later's every now and then, and uh, just go back to the house and promote on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. So imagine that you only have five dollars and sixty-two cents in the bank. Imagine it. I lived it. Talking and then about. all of a sudden, you have a huge hit number one song. Performing everywhere. And you're popping. That's right. You ever put a dollar twenty-five in the gas tank? Because nope. you collected that in coins from out your ashtray? Out your what? Ashtray, bro. That's what I said. You heard ashtray because that's what you want to hear. <laughs> no, you would love for my ass to be delivered to you on a tray. You know, the good thing about living <laughs> in New York is if you don't have money, you don't have to take to drive anywhere. You still got to pay for somewhere. Yeah, you take the train. Yeah, but you could hop that. But I'm saying, when I, I didn't have a car growing up. So I, I guess, you know, being broke, you don't have to buy gas because you can just say, I'm going to just take the train. What about food, G? I'm a girl. Oh, true. McDonald's back I'll go then on was, a date. was $2.99. <laughs> I'll go on a date and I don't have to pay. The two cheeseburger meal was three twenty four with tax. Me and my friends used to have challenges like, how long can we go only having $20 to last for the next two weeks? And we'd still make it last somehow. I think it's harder for guys when you're uh, broke. 
All right, now let's talk about The Last OG. That show has been picked up for season three, so congratulations okay. to Tracy Morgan. Tiffany Haddish is still on that show as mm-hmm. well in season three. Uh, shout out to my guy Mark Theobald because he writes for that show as well. So very exciting that they've been picked up for yet another season. Uh, the Last OG launched as Cable's number one new comedy in 2018 and the highest rated cable comedy debut since 2015. It's still very successful with the ratings. All right, Aisha Curry did an interview with Working Mother, and she said that she actually ended up getting a botched boob job. She said she had the most botched boob job on the face of the planet. She said, I didn't realize at the time, but after having Ryan, I was battling a bit of postpartum that lingered for a while. It came in the form of me being depressed about my pot, my body. So I made a rash decision. The intention was just to have them lifted, but I came out with these bigger boobs I didn't want. I got the most botched boob job on the face of the planet. They're worse now than they were before. I would never do anything like that again, but I'm an advocate of it. If something makes you happy, who cares about the judgment? So I guess she was dealing with her postpartum after having a baby and did something that she at that time thought was a good decision, thought would make her happier, and then turned out to not be such a great decision. Mm. Can't she wait till after the playoffs to do interviews and stuff like that? No, she's a person they too. Use, and she can... they, they use this ammo against Steph at games. You do know that, right? But like, plus, you don't know when she did It doesn't seem like this. it's working. Plus, you don't know when she did that interview. That is very true. They might be putting it out now and yeah. highlighting it. Now. She could have did that balling. interview two months ago. That is very true. It doesn't I, seem like it's working at all. All right, now R. Kelly is ahead now in his child support. He's two months ahead of his child support payments. And uh, the only downside of all that he's uh, doing right now as far as finances and his kids is that he stopped paying his daughter's college tuition. You know why? He thought that she had dropped out. So he for knows some something reason, about his kids, huh? Yes. How do you not know your daughter's in school and you think she dropped out? So she said that after he didn't pay the tuition, she did end up having to drop out because she didn't have any financial support. And uh, he is duh. supposed to pay for their college-related expenses until they're 23 years of age. So because of that, she ended up actually having to drop out of school because he wasn't paying. Him and Tia Marie just need to do the I Ain't Got It remix. That's what they both need to do because R. Kelly definitely don't got it. Not at all. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Reports. All right. Shout to Revolt. Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mix is up next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What? I just uh, put a rigid on the card. I ain't going playing ball, but I'll show you how to... Gotta do it if you really wanna fall Till you fall when you're back against the wall And a bunch of need you to go away Still going bad on them anyway Saw you last night but did it Morning everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee Charlamagne the God, we are The Breakfast Club We got some special guests in the building from Power, we have Notori Norton and Joseph Sakura. Welcome, guys. What's hey, up, baby? what's up? There's a lot going on with you guys. Huh? Yeah. Yes, sir. A whole lot. Well, you know, we try to keep it fun and interesting. So let's do a recap because, you know, it's been a minute since we've seen season five yeah. and what happened at the end of season five so we can figure out what we're looking forward to in season six because mm. Tommy killed his own father. That, that was a heavy episode. That was crazy. 509, written Sheesh. by Gary Lennon, our co-show. Such a runner. great episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. Kill Sammy, killed the uh, father killed Sammy. So there you go. That was that was some death there, and then we had the um, the trying to kill Ghost and uh, shot Angela. Did you foresee that coming? That you were gonna have to kill your own dad? Well, you know he broke the rules, and Tommy's the referee <laughs> of the streets. If if you go against the the street rules, it's it's just the price you gotta pay, um, for better or for worse. He wouldn't kill his mom though, ever. If she I breaks think, the I rules. Think he, if she broke the rules, <laughs> yeah. No. If she snitched. Oh, if she snitched, yeah, he'd 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 do it with his own hands. Jeez. I mean, he killed Holly, the one true love of his Who was life. Pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he didn't he, know though. I mean, he, I didn't know that. He didn't know that. <laughs> let's 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 yeah. That a sixth season is coming up. Last yes. season. Yep. 
Final no, season disappointed in it, and that is going, or are you guys ready to move on for something else? For me, I guess it's a bittersweet feeling. Uh, I kind of feel like I grew up on the show. I had a baby on the show. Mm-hmm. I did a lot. Uh, and the show has given us all the opportunity to flourish as actors. Um, so I, it's a little sad. So we just, you know, announced it with 50. And, you know, we have 15 episodes this mm-hmm. season. So mm-hmm. at least we have more episodes. But it's going to be weird not being called in at 4.30 a.m. for call times. It's going to be weird not Sleeping running in. the set. Like, I get to sleep in or have more time with my baby. I right. mean, I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a little uh, sad to what see about the, the show go. I mean, yeah, so life will continue. There will be more. What are the spinoffs? Do we know yet? I know it's no, the four. I don't, think, I don't think 50 has announced them, and I, yeah. I don't know what, they are, what they're going to be. Uh, I think that they're going to be probably solidified later on. You're going to have to see... Um, those of us that survived the season, those of us yeah, that don't, everybody's are not gonna, gonna live. You know, that's I thought you're gonna have gonna a spinoff be. if you got if everybody dies. Yeah, I thought there was a prequel <laughs> to Power that they said. I did hear that's what that. Fifth keeps saying, I and I, that's that. so that's probably you know look if Fifty says it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably. Let me ask you guys a question: Do any of you guys owe Fifty money by any chance <laughs> at all? <laughs> Thank God we don't. I don't want to see I want no part of Fifty. Yo, he gets his money. I need to adopt these practices. Man, I laugh to keep from crying. Sometimes I'm like, I should have posted that, that about my old group. I, I wish I had social media when I was in 3LW. Maybe I would have got my money. Yeah, you'd be like, wow. still some money. I'm just yeah. saying, it's a good technique. Did he ever buy y'all lunch or anything? Just making sure they don't <laughs> buy you lunch, breakfast. That's dinner. a good question. I didn't even think of that. No, not that I remember. Yeah, that's, that's not money that he would he would say he needs back. If he buys you something, you never know. if he does, I'll pay him. <laughs> I'll pay no, right now. no, 50's cool. You wouldn't do that. Now, Joseph, were you offended? I was going to say, were you offended when Gary Owen was up here and says that he gets mistaken for you? No. Oh, my gosh. I can see that. Did he say that? I was going to Gary Owen away just to see what he was going to say, but I was like, that wasn't fine. I'm Gary Owen. I'm the younger, I'm the little brother of Gary Owen. I'm Gary Owen. So when everybody spells his name wrong, that's actually me. Yes, he's the younger, cooler, has more criminal version. No, no, no. Gary Owen is cool, and his comedy is hilarious, and I'm a fan. I'm just like, I wish I was as big as him, but... Now, Tori, what, what was, was going on with the, the fried chicken story that came out a couple of months ago? <laughs> oh, gosh. Envy, you, you were there. You know. Envy was did, there. Did she ever throw chicken at anybody on the, on the set of Power? You know what? Not Don't often. try it. <laughs> don't even what try happened? it. What happened? Why'd you throw chicken? I didn't throw chicken at you. know the story. It was the other way around. Don't, okay. don't come for me. Who threw chicken at you? <sighs> So I recently was, <laughs> you're funny, I was on, uh, you know, TV One did uh, an episode of yes. My Uncensored, which was actually really great. And it was so much more it about. It triggered a lot of people. It, it did, apparently. Um, anyway, one of my former group members came out and tried to debunk my story and say that I was lying. Everyone knows. I was on 106 in Park, TRL. Back in the day, I was in a girl group called Through a W. We broke up not because of a fight at KFC because of chicken. We broke up because of the way they were treating me, and it wasn't a good, healthy environment. Mm-hmm. And a fight erupted, and, yeah, they threw, threw some chicken Damn. at me. But I didn't throw no chicken. Envy, you, you know from through, because I feel like we came to the radio station a lot back <laughs> I'm then. Just making, I'm just asking. You've been around for a long time. I'm only right. 22, so I'm not having uh, to I'm about to celebrate my birthday, and I know if I'm as old as I am, you up there. But we've been in this game for, it's, it's been about 20 years for me. Mm-hmm. Was it a drumstick or a wing? Mm. Does that matter? Yeah, it was like a breast. A, no. yeah. it was a you breast. know what? You're about to get this. Without Charlemagne, somebody's got to talk I know. about breasts. I was going to say, Charlemagne, where are you to talk about my Hershey kisses? Because <laughs> he was talking about my nipples That's the right. last time. That's right. Where you That's at? Inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, That's inappropriate. I know. He's so inappropriate. You are back doing music now, though. 
though. Exactly. Are you? Yes, yes. Okay. I'm working on a solo project. I'm actually really excited because a lot of people remember 3LW mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't. You should do a 3LW movie. You should direct it. Should I? Yes. You know, like they did, um, what didn't they do? TLC. Was it TLC? They did TLC. You or they do did different stories. We do have a story. It's TLC, but y'all have a story. Imagine them coming together. You know, being broke. I don't know. The, being broke. The but, typical story. But then money gets dope, kicked out of group, mm -hmm. being broke. So what is it going to be like a trilogy? It would be a great story. Well, yeah, because Adrian's on the real. I'm on power. The other girl, I don't know. Um, but she, she's, no, like, she's, she's on Instagram. I know she's on Instagram. I, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Instagram. Goodness gracious! No, Angela said that. She said she's on Instagram. Instagram talking. Goodness gracious! Yes. But now it would be a good story because you can see. It's interesting how y'all got in the game. I, I just remember it really is. They did a they did a record for my album and, and yeah, did it for we free. did. Like there was no money. We at the just time. jumped on. Damn, yeah. he didn't pay. You remember that? That's part of the problem right there. No, no, we were young. We were up. Sometimes that's the thing about artists and mutual. They don't want to do things yep. to just continue to grow. And sometimes you got to do things. It's not always about money. Did you get check. anything out of it? I got to be on DJ MVs. I, I admire this man. Like, I looked up, to, especially like when we first came out, we were just trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm you giving you a new project coming out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where's the record? Now? That's a pro record. DJ. Play my record. No, seriously. I, I legit, we always like, oh my gosh, we get to do a right. joint on DJ MV. Because, you know, back he in was the like day, a grown man and you were a kid at the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a R. Kelly reference? No, 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 no. That's weird. That got really weird. He's a lot older than you. Uh, oh, okay. That, he's not that much that. older. Yeah, but stop it. That's weird. No, but in, in radio in Jersey, New York, I grew up in East Orange. I looked up to, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of the DJs, especially Envy. So it was cool to be on a project. Thank you for remembering that. So, yeah. you know, so when I need you, you know, when yes. I call you, don't you, act he, like you, you don't know. You good money. Don't make me tell 50 you owe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the fifth no. season is out right now on yes. DVD, Blu-ray, and all that other good stuff. Get it now. Make sure you get it. And the sixth season, August 25th, and we appreciate you guys for joining us. I'm sure you guys will be back love before the guys. season starts. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for the we'll love. We'll have to bring everybody. It. We'll have to bring the whole crew down. Yeah, right? yeah. Absolutely. I'll tell you who's not coming. Who's not coming? Ooh, all right. Amari texts me all the time. We good. We oh, yeah. Right. Just check in. Just check in. I don't know. my guy. Okay, good. And so then y'all tried to come for him with Beyonce. Charlamagne I didn't here. Come for him. No, Charlamagne. I heard that interview. Oh, what did y'all think about the kiss? <laughs> I was there. You he see got me excited. in the video. He you actually saw the video? has no, no see. They're, they're friends. <laughs> they're they're friends. Fun. And Omar was like, let's go say hi to uh B and J. And I'm like, really? So we go at the NAACP Awards, we walk over in the middle of a break. I'm talking to Beyonce about our babies being a month apart because her twins and my daughter were born like literally a month apart. So I'm just excited to be right. talking to the queen. And then Omari comes, leans in, you know, as he was talking to Jay and gives her a kiss. It was the most simple, harmless. And then me and Beyonce went back to, it wasn't like, oh, that was inappropriate. And Jay-Z didn't think, they made it so huge. But Omari is a loving, like he just embraces people He just did the double love. kiss. That's what he did a do. double kiss, but it wasn't any, it's just you came out of the hug with it's, the kiss. It was pretty close. It was, it was like right here. Well, you know how sometimes. And that's why he mean, don't mess with you, but you right lean, there. You lean, my guy. But look, the cheek, you lean and it's right. close, but mwah. That I was not. I wouldn't put my mouth, I wouldn't put my cheek to that. I you probably got all types of acne. You might even oh, have a little gosh, herpes right now. Oh, God. I'll go home. Did you just say he has herpes? I I said that Mike might have a look. Forget it. Go ahead. Y'all oh. are crazy. Uh, that season, no five is is season five DVD is out now. Season five is out. Season six, August twenty fifth. Yes, and tune in. It's about to be crazy. That's all I can say. Y'all got me caught up in the herpes on the mic. <laughs> I know. I'm done. And happy I'm early done. birthday to you. Oh, thank again, you. So. Well, it's thank Tori Norton. It's Joseph Sakura. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
You can get the biggest Chanel back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drill, they set it up, I got them on it. I bought a new pair. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yes. Oh, and I have to give a happy birthday shout out to Bradley Jinks. And his name on Twitter is at Jones 24 He's been making sure that I have to give him a birthday shout out today for days now. So happy birthday to Bradley Jinks. You guys have a great day. Shout out to Joseph Socorro. And the Tory Norton. And the Tory Norton for joining us this morning. Mm-hmm. You can check him on Power, the uh, fifth season of Power. Was it fifth or sixth season? No, the sixth fifth, season. No, the fifth season is out right now on DVD. Sixth and season Blu-ray. is coming. Sixth season will be out in August, all right? So thank you for coming. You got a positive note, Charlamagne? Yeah, man. It's something I said earlier during Donkey Today, and I just want to reiterate it, man. Um, stop trying to impress people by being something you're not. At the end of the day, you'll only have a bunch of people who don't really care about you, and you will end up losing yourself. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Y'all know his name? Hey, yo, Mac, look at the picture.